1: The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Mothers in particular, most according to stuff I've been reading recently, men too can have trouble with their pelvic muscles. It's all part of your insides that you don't think much about until it goes wrong. Uh, it can affect women in their 20s, 30s, right up into their... 40s and 50s. There was a a piece in the examiner last month, Derville O'Rourke was writing her weekly column about uh, pelvic muscles and pelvic floor health and all of that. And she mentioned Aoife Nyokic, who is a physiotherapist and a pelvic physio specialist. Um, Aoife, good morning. It's it's a part of the body, I suppose... It's a part of the body you don't think about until it starts to give trouble. Would I be right?
0: Absolutely, right. P.J. As you say there, this is the part of the body you know involved with our insides, and we can't see it. You know, when there's a problem, sometimes you can't feel these muscles. so you're absolutely correct. It's an area that's often overlooked.
1: Mm. Well, like where are they? What do they do? What's their job?
0: Oh, well, thank you for asking me that. And I really like to start any interview with explaining that because it is a mystery for lots of people where, you know, where these pelvic floor muscles are located. So PJ, if you think of the area of your body between your waist and the top of your legs, that's where your pelvis is located. It's Mm -hmm. a large circular bone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then if you think of your tummy, you know, we all kind of know where our tummy muscle is and our core is. Well, the pelvic floor mo- muscles are located at the base of the pelvis. So, sort of, they form the, co- the floor of the core. Think of it as, you know, that area.
1: Right. Okay. And what function do they provide day to day, shall we say?
0: Well, they're so, so important. So, they are responsible for the normal filling, storing, and emptying of the bladder, and they're also responsible for the normal filling, storing, and emptying from the bowel. They're really important as well to kind of keep our organs that are located in the pelvis where they mm. should be. So you know, our bladder and our bowel for men, you know, and for women, the bladder, the bowel, the womb, and the vaginal walls. Mm. They guard against a thing called prolapse. Okay. And PJ, one final really important function in men and women—they're really important for normal sexual function.
1: Okay, so they're, they're like a they're like a scaffold, really.
0: Yes, absolutely. If your pelvic floor wasn't there at the base of the the pelvis. Now, this is a bit of an exaggeration, but, you know, literally the organs would come down, come out, you know, so they're crucial, absolutely crucial.
1: Now, I know that in in motherhood in particular, um, they they can be problematic. Why?
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, they're very, um, you know, affected by hormonal changes, so, you know, if we think about pregnancy first off, so, you know, you don't have to be a pelvic floor expert to see the changes in a woman's body when she becomes pregnant. So, you know, how the bump grows and, um, you know, that enlargement of the gr- the bump, um, you know, creates pressure downwards on our pelvis and on our pelvic floor muscles. So there are specific hormones that are released that cause laxity or softening of our soft tissue so our ligaments our fascia and our muscles and it, they start off in a 10 weeks um, gestation or 10 weeks pregnancy and they're actually in a woman's body until the baby imagine is 18 months Really? And then PJ, you'll be, well, yeah, they're they're there that long. We actually used to think they were there for a shorter period postnatally. But now we, we know that um, the softening of the ligaments in the pelvis, um, you know, will affect a woman until the baby is 18 months old. Now, if we all... Those that were pregnant had big bumps out. You know, for that length of time, they'd be so careful of the baby. But you know, it is worth saying that it's you know it's important to be careful of yourself in the early postnatal period.
1: It, it kind of makes sense too, doesn't it? Eva? Because you've got this—forgive me now—this eight or nine pound yes. bundle sitting exactly on the pelvic yes. floor. So that's going to yeah. stretch it, and and also Absolutely. the tissues have to prepare. For opening up for birth, and you're saying that after birth has happened and everything has hopefully gone as well as it can, it takes the floor time to reset itself, as it were.
0: Yes, it does. Those hormonal changes are there in the body. We used to say one time until, you know, three months after the birth... Or, you know, we might say three months after uh, stopping breastfeeding, which we're all for, of course. But nowadays, we know that it's there longer for the woman. So, you know, very, very important. And PJ, could I just say as well, and you talked there about, you know, giving birth and the changes and, you know, the stretches and that. But even if you have a cesarean section, you know, the effect of carrying the baby um, you know, it could give you issues. Don't think a cesarean section protects you from pelvic floor muscles dysfunction yeah, well of course, sadly you know, it
1: doesn't you've been carrying this bundle yeah. for eight nine months it's been sitting there so it's just, so yeah, absolutely when, when should people begin and I, I know that there's an importance here for men which i'll come to in a while because yes. I, I didn't yes, know that thank i you. have to say when yeah, i, I, I yeah, did not exactly. know that but anyway yeah. c- 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 when when should a yes. woman for example begin to prepare her pelvic or even after having a baby, how can she help her yes. herself to, yeah. to, to, if you like, return to, to, to regular shape?
0: Yeah, yeah, great question. So really, we all should be doing pelvic floor muscle training as part of our general exercise, I believe, from age 20. Now, if you're pregnant and you're beginning pelvic floor muscle training for the first time, it's your first pregnancy, I would recommend it to begin it from 20 weeks when the pregnancy is, you know, well-established. Then I would say, to answer your question on the postnatal side, the moment that you wake up after giving birth, uh, you know, I don't know in Cork if you get that lovely tea and toast. Uh, you do here in Galway. I'm where told I, this I'm still being do. Yeah, I'm they still do. Oh, good, good, good. Well, listen, after the tea and toast, ladies, begin the pelvic floor muscle training straight away. And then, you know, at any age, and an important point, PJ, begin the pelvic floor muscle training sooner, though, if you have issues. So here we see children we see teenagers, and um, you know, we see top athletes with uh, pelvic floor muscle dysfunction. Anybody can have it. Right. No, yeah, if okay. someone
1: said to me, Exercise your arm, I know how to do that. Exercise your legs, yeah. I know what to do that. Exercise your tummy muscles, I know what to do that.
0: Exercise yeah. your
1: pelvic yeah. floor, where do you even
0: start? Yeah. Start, yeah, exactly. Well, PJ, I can run through a quick pelvic floor exercise, and um, if you wish, would I do that? Well,
1: if you, if you want, should I yeah, should I stand yeah, up yeah, or it?
0: Yeah. yeah, no, you're perfect as you are there, sitting down. Thank okay. you. So. Um, wasn't expecting exercise.
1: this this morning when I had uh, my yes, complex sorry, no. <laughs> I'm landing
0: this on you, on you PJ <laughs> all right. so just to, say, just to say right, the way we do the pelvic floor muscle training has changed there was a great fellow PJ he was called Kegel was his surname and in 19, 1930 he was a gynecologist he pretty much invented pelvic floor muscle training but that time it was all related to the front section of the pelvic floor so in women we talked about stopping the flow of urine you know in men we talked about drawing the scrotum towards the tummy. But then, you know, in the last 10 to 15 years, there's been a change in how we do the training with the advent of diagnostic tests like ultrasound and MRI and the great work of some of my colleagues in, you know, in Australia and in the UK, Professor Dietz, uh, Ruth Lovegrove-Jones. We discovered that the posterior compartment is really important, right? right? So keep that in mind. So as a quick exercise, if you can imagine, PJ, that you're in a lift, or you're at a party, and there's somebody standing beside you, and that you don't want to pass wind. So don't think that you're you know yeah, doing any exercises yeah,
1: yeah. Been right there. just
0: squeeze <laughs> exactly exactly so tighten the back passage as if you're trying to hold in wind now don't worry if you're holding your breath at this stage don't worry okay. if the tummy tightens at this stage or the buttocks i don't mind what tightens <laughs> as long as you're imagining that you're trying to hold in wind so yeah. that is like a first basic exercise okay. now what you could do is like a little you clench can do this. like too exactly exactly now the ladies that will be listening might be feeling you know the front section clenching as well and that's absolutely fine as i say in the beginning i don't mind what what moves what contracts as long as you're visualizing and thinking that you're trying to hold in because we know from the scans and from the evidence that this cues the right muscles in the right way and pj it's really important as well you know to feel that you're doing this you know if there's any doubt that you're not doing these exercises correctly you know you're not as inclined do them yeah. and they won't be as effective so really important message these days you know what's a newer way of doing the training is to begin you know on the bowel side you know and with much more nerves there men and women our sensation tends to be better so you know it has rocketed or to use Derval O'Rourke's word where it's revolutionized you know the effect yeah. of these exercises. And
1: how long should you hold these Clenches far. Yeah.
0: So Not with long that exercise in the lift
1: right. Journey, I imagine.
0: Yeah. Now, so what, what I would recommend is you could do this exercise with a hundred percent effort, so a max squeeze. And if you did this before and while lifting anything that was equal or heavier than the weight of a jug kettle of water. Right. And before and while coughing and sneezing 10 times in the day, this would really be a great starting point and it would train a reflex. Mm -hmm. So say, PJ, you're coming into the studio, you have your, you know, you have your notes and your documents and your bag, you know, your coffee. So if you're lifting a bag out of the boot of your car, let's say, squeeze the back passage before you lift that bag, try and keep the squeeze on until you put the bag down. And then, you know, if you're coughing, if you're sneezing, you know, ladies listening in will be aware of, you know, the lady in the supermarket, full bladder, a sneeze comes from nowhere. They stop, they cross their legs, they hope for the best. Don't do that. Engage the back passage. And, you know, then just moving on, PJ, if I'm not holding you too much. No, no, you know, no. You could, move on, you could move on that exercise, PJ, where you might squeeze by about 30% of what you could do. So a lighter squeeze. And um, that could be done in standing and walking. So later on today, PJ, if you're going for your walk, you know, for the first three minutes of your walk walk you might tighten the back passage muscle as if you're trying to hold in wind a little by about 30 percent of what you could do keep that squeeze on for 10 seconds relax it for 10 seconds and you know if you could keep it going for about three minutes you know and if you did that in if you could you could also do it while you're brushing your teeth you know if you did that maybe you know five or six times in the day that would be an excellent um starting and by the way that exercise i have to credit my colleague in america uh, is called the knack so um, yeah
1: no, I'm sitting here doing this and yes. very Good conscious of the fact that, that, that I'm a man, and you're about yes. to tell me now why pelvic floor exercises are not just for women.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So as you say, men have pelvic floors as well. So the three cohorts of men that we see for pelvic floor muscle training as pelvic floor specialists are, sadly, men that are going through prostate cancer and have had surgery we also see men with a non surgical condition which is called benign enlargement of the prostate we jokingly say here, PJ, that the guys escape the pregnancy and childbirth, but the prostates catch up with them. Mm. And um, with each decade in life, you know, the prostate gland enlarges for men. And back to the anatomy, this is actually located very close to the pelvic floor. Mm. So as the prostate enlarges, uh, so you've heard of that, you know, benign enlargement of the prostate, yes. it gives bladder symptoms, it gives, um, it pressurises the pelvic floor underneath. And then the last, question cohort of men that we would be see would just be men as they get older. You know, back to what I said at the beginning, you know, we all should be doing pelvic floor muscle training, you know, as part of our daily exercise to keep our pelvic floor toned. Now, um, if you have the problems, which are bladder problems, bowel problems, prolapse, you know, sexual dysfunction, particularly erectile dysfunction in the men, it's well evidenced that if you can train and get these muscles back in the normal range, then it will really help Mm. you. You'll be able to go to work, travel, exercise without fear of leaks. You'll sleep better. You won't be up at night to empty your bladder, you know, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So you would, I would not have, I would not actually have have realized yeah. that, that, that men would yeah. benefit from this. Fascinating yeah. area uh, to talk about, Aoife. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you being with us this morning on the program. Oh, my pleasure. Um, and, and, and thank you very, very much. That's Aoife Nyokic.
0: Courts 96 FM.